is going on, Degenerates. We are here. Championship fucking weekend. No Thursday games. No Saturday games. Chances are your championship matchup is coming down to Sunday. Maybe you have a player or two coming in on Monday night. If you got Nick Chubb, you got Chase Claypool, you got DeAndre Johnson, your hopes are high. You, uh, geez, if I fall behind, you can bail me out. We'll see what happens. I, I'm having a fucking panic attack, Steven. Okay, I'm scared. What do I do? Okay, no Eric tonight. Fuck him. We never heard of him. Wow, poor guy starts the show <laughs> and he's just fucking cast off like yesterday's <laughs> fucking bag of chips. Okay. I need to know what the fuck is going on, sir. And uh, you know, I'm not even going to do the pleasantries. I'm not going to ask how you're doing. Do I'm doing fantastic. <laughs> do I start Cam Akers? Okay. No, obviously the upside's there. I have Cam Akers in the Degenerates Fantasy Football League, the official league. I have him. I'm in the championship game. I'm coming in second place at worst. Do I start him? And obviously my concern is he's just coming back off a serious injury. They have Sony Michelle, who has proven he's adequate, at least, if not exceptional, outside of a Patriots uniform. So do I take, do I shoot for the upside of Cam Akers or do I leave him on my bench? So... Personally, I think that Cam Akers, they activated him. They can get him off of IR, get him some reps to get into the playoffs. He's coming back from an Achilles injury, which typically takes a lot longer to come back from. Was it Achilles or ACL? He was Achilles, I thought. No. I mean, ACL is like a miracle. You can't come back from a fucking Achilles that soon, can he? Well, he is. I'm looking it up right uh, now. I'm, it is I'm an Achilles. Oh my god, it is an Achilles. Achilles. Yeah. So that's crazy. No, that no, I can't start him. <laughs> I mean, I, if Sony Michelle had been eh, like he was in New England for a couple of years, I would say fuck it, take the chance with, with Henderson on IR. Why not? Mm-hmm. But Michelle's been serviceable. He, he's kind of been what he was in the playoffs for us. If, a few years ago. So I think you got to ride the Sony train. And if you're absolutely desperate for a start, maybe throw acres in, but I don't think I'd put my championship hopes on, you know, a running back coming back from his, on, on his first game back from an injury like that. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, it, 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 in the degenerates league, I have Alvin Kamara, who obviously I'm not benching and I have Deandre Swift whose health has been a little iffy lately. So I was thinking if Swift is out, I'll start acres, but obviously if Swift's healthy, I'm starting Swift. Um, outside of Swift, I also have Craig Reynolds. I have Jess Wolfen jr. Obviously useless. If Elijah Mitchell plays, I have Boston Scott. I have dare Obugawale. And Kareem Hunt, which is also questionable on my list. So, unfortunately, unless we know that Hunt is playing by Sunday at one o'clock, he's out. He's off your list. You can't take the yeah, chance. Can't can't put a Monday night player in my lineup in a running back position if right. I don't know he's going to play. Right. Um. So I also have on this list: Do I play this guy, Dario Ogunbowale? Mm-hmm. I don't think I want to touch anybody from Jacksonville this week against New England. I know they're not New England, the number one defense, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Jacksonville sucks. They're fucking absolutely terrible. And it's a rookie quarterback going against Bill Belichick. Maybe he breaks off a big run, but there's a reason this is like his third team. Um, If Robinson doesn't get hurt, this guy never sees the field. So, yeah, again, I don't think I put my playoff hopes in this man's hands that brings us to boston scott there is a good chance that jordan howard does not play this week that's correct if he does not sanders is on ir with a broken hand boston scott is your guy 
Mm-hmm. So if Swift is out, that's probably the direction I pivot to. If Howard plays, then Swift is out, then you already have his backup. So I think you can go that route and feel semi-comfortable about putting Reynolds in if Swift is out. Because they're playing Seattle, which is the second worst run defense in the league. Mm-hmm. And he is a better running back than Williams. So Is he, though? Because last week they gave more touches to Williams. He rushed for more yards. I mean, yeah. Greg, uh, Craig Reynolds. I th- I think he got the he got the one touchdown, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but I know he did not. He, he did, did not have a touchdown. touchdown. Um, no. Nope. But eleven carries for 29 yards compared to Jamal Williams, um, 19 carries for 77 yards. Right. But he had four targets and three catches for another 22. That's true. So they're using him in the passing game. It was a uh, it was a battle, Brian. It was a battle. <laughs> Two juggernauts going at it for 60 minutes. Um, uh, yeah, it, I mean, it, li- Lions, Falcons. Like, uh, the headlines are written yeah. in neon, you know? <laughs> I, I know, right? So, But, I mean, against Arizona the week before, he had 26 rushes for 112 yards. So, with no Jamal Williams, with no Jamal Williams, Denver he had 11 for 83. So that that's my concern though is catches, that Jamal so. Williams takes all the work. Whether or not Craig Williams, uh, Craig Williams, I'm sorry. Whether or not Craig Reynolds is a, a capable running back is irrelevant if he doesn't get the work, and that's my concern. Right. No, no, and I would agree with you, but where in the situation that you are in, you kind of don't have a choice for him to be your fifth backup if Swift doesn't play. You know what I mean? I'm You've eliminated. Kind of tempted. If it came down to it, I think I would start Dare over him. Mm. New England's defense is susceptible to the run. They are. And we've seen a passing inept offense in the Indianapolis Colts be able to run up and down the field on them. Granted, that was Jonathan Taylor. That's not Dare Bugawale. Okay. But they are susceptible yeah, they, to the run. I'm I don't know. I I I think I'd be better off starting Dare and hoping for the best rather than the second string running back on a terrible team against Seattle. I can't argue against it. Uh, my feeling is that Dare is going to put up a uh, very small number of points. He very well may. Week. I feel like no matter which one I start, I'm looking at a very small number of points. <laughs> I might I honestly might take the chance of Kareem Hunt in in that situation and hope he plays for the upside. Um, I'm looking. I'll take some points over no points. (laughs) No, no, I I realize that. And that's, that's the thing. And you won't know. So scary, you know, going in. So yeah, it it, it is. It's tough. It's really tough because you have with no Thursday game with no, Oh, you know what? What? I think I think in your situation, if if we can't play Swift, um, and I can't play Boston Scott, then there is another option on the waiver wire that you could go for. Oh, who's but, that? Um, Johnson is on the waiver wire for Cleveland. Johnson. What, Dearness? What is it? Dearness Johnson? Yeah. Yep. I'd rather roll my I'd rather roll the dice for fucking Kareem Hunt. Oh, I see what you're saying. Well, no, no, no. So I, I, Hunt... I play those two scrubs, and if he doesn't play, I play Dearness Johnson. Yeah. Uh, okay. That that to me is worth worth a gamble on Hunt, because you have a guy you can drop. You know what I mean? What? So nobody on my team is droppable, sir. Kenny Gainwell? I've never heard this of This isn't Dynasty. <laughs> this isn't Dynasty. <laughs> the four-string running back on a fourth-string team. Um, so I think, I, I mean, I would at least try to pick him up and just, that gives you another option anyways. Mm. It literally will just not thought. let me add him on this website. It's a great idea. I'm going with it. I'm going to do it. I don't think it's going to let you because I think you're, over the roster because of the guys in the IR. 
Well, what's wrong with the guys in my IR? They're not on IR. <laughs> <laughs> so before you can make a move, they got to come out. So you might have to wait till uh, right before game time and <laughs> make some oh, drops. That's fine. I, I got guys to drop. I'm but, fine with it. Um, yeah. Yeah. As long as, as long as Mike doesn't listen to the episode and <laughs> go out and grab this guy ahead of you. Yeah. Um, no, I'm good with it. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take care of that. I'm going to take care of it. I'm going to add Dearness Johnson. I think you're right. I'm better off rolling with the hope of Cream Hunt and plugging in Dearness Johnson last minute than I am rolling around with those scrubs. You're 100% right. And thank God I asked you for your advice because you have truly shown why you are degenerate. I am a degenerate. Yeah, I've known that for years. <laughs> yeah. Well. All right. So we got that. So we got Swift. I think we've established if Swift doesn't play, we avoid the backfield. Uh, yeah, more. I mean, if you have Jamal Williams. Uh, oh, I would start Jamal Williams, dude. Come on. Yeah, I would. I would against Seattle. I would. Yep. Um, what about Ramondre Stevenson or Deontay Harris? What do you think about that? So this one scares me. It scares the because... shit out of me, too. <laughs> <clears throat> I have situations where I have to start one or the other. Uh, they're very. I don't think I even have any spots in where I'm in the championship that I have both and I get to choose. So even just having one or the other and and contemplating whether I start them or not is scary as fuck. We know Harris is the one. We know Stevenson is the two. But what is the game script going to call for this week? Yeah, I expect that they should be able to run all over Jacksonville. That that should be the majority of their game. And I think Stevenson's probably going to fall over the end zone at least once. And I think Harris is probably going to do the same. But it also comes out like, do either one of them even get the fucking ball? It could be Brandon Bolden's show. I, I, if if now, I have the choice, I avoid doing it altogether. So I thought that last week with Stevenson out, and it was the Harris show. So I think I think Bolden is extremely situational at this point that he's more important to them in the special teams. They'll put him in a play here, play there, or a series, but I think it's Stevenson and Harris. Mm. I think if I have to pick between the two, I'm going to take Harris. But I don't really have a ton of doubt that Stevenson should at least put up what he's projected. Okay. I mean, we're in a landscape where, like, 70% of the running backs are hurt. So you're kind of grasping at, at straws to get two or three starters right now. Oh, yeah. No, there's no question. It, it, it's brutal out there. And, uh, you know, the relaxing of COVID protocols, which don't even get me started on, but yeah, they wow. have cut the quarantine down to five days. The NFL and the NFLPA immediately met and decided to adopt that policy. So, Unless somebody tests positive this week, it is very unlikely that they're going to miss the game on Sunday. So all of these guys that you've been wondering about are probably going to be able to play. And people have been clearing the protocol like crazy all day since they adopted this policy. So there is that. Um, you know, I, I just, man... If my championship game comes down to starting a Patriots running back, I'm nervous as fuck. I'm not saying I wouldn't do it. I'm just saying that it scares me. Yep. I would agree with you. <laughs> I definitely would agree with you. Um, it's, it is what it is. Um, what about Saquon Barkley? Saquon's a bum. <laughs> I'm not starting him. I, I'm literally putting him on the bench. If I if I have to start him because I I need two running backs and he's the only other one on my bench and there's absolutely nobody I can grab on waivers, I'll start him. But he has been absolutely atrocious uh, towards the end of the season here. Their offense is fucking garbage. And I really am, I would rather start any of the guys we just talked about over Saquon, any of them. Well, let's be honest. If you made it to the championship game and you drafted Saquon Barkley, you've probably been starting him all year. 
You probably have. But you against Dallas, you got eight points. Against Philly, you got three. Now you're going up against Chicago, who has a good run defense. No, thank you. Uh, they're on an offense that has trouble scoring. I understand that. But, you know, Chicago is not the best secondary. Their linebackers aren't that great. Like, he could have some passing upside. I, I just, I look at Saquon and I say, you know what? If I was starting them all fucking year, I would take the upside. I would take the upside. I mean, three weeks ago, he had almost 20 points. I understand. Two weeks ago, eight points. One week ago, three points. But if I've been starting them all year, I'm in the championship game. The rest of my team is probably pretty fucking good. And if I uh, if I have, to, I, I'd rather roll with the upside of Saquon than bench him for for who? You know, I mean, obviously it depends on who's on my roster. You know, if like I said, if if he's the last person and I have to start him, I will. But I would take the upside of any of those guys we've already talked about. Literally than Saquon this week. Plus, there's a chance he doesn't play. Um, he's he's limited in practice this week. I just saw that, but yeah, I I, I really don't want to put my playoff hopes in the hands of a guy who has underperformed in all but two games this year. Mm-hmm. He has two games over twenty points. I mean, he's on. He's barely getting fifty. He had fifty five percent of the snaps, fifty nine percent, and then thirty four. But I do believe he got hurt. And they pulled him last week. Mm-hmm. But he had, well, he had 15 carries. Yeah, 15 carries for 32 yards, 15 carries a week four, 16, 11, 13. They, they're not giving him the carries. Yeah, and I mean, and part of that is definitely game script. But you don't see yeah. a world where the Giants could be leading the fucking Bears? No, I don't. Oh, come on. Not with, not with uh, Jake Fromm. You're the resident field tater. <laughs> I know. I know. Listen, I don't hate Fields, and I, he's gotten better as the year has gone on. Um, he's he's definitely has struggled, but that's not completely his fault. Their offense is not good. What? Uh, but I do think that he he should have a fairly decent game against the Giants. I mean, they're going against Jake Fromm. Which leads me to believe they might lean on Saquon. Honestly, I, I'm actually, I'd be a little excited to start Saquon at this point. Well, I think, I think he I th- would probably would lose. I think he's got 15 points plus incoming. Incoming. Incoming! I will beer bet that shit all day long. Oh, my God. It's happening. End of season beer bet, baby. <laughs> we got a beer bet. Let me just beat you to the punch here. That's Steve's beer. That's Brian's beer. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, uh, I got a feeling about it. I do. I, I think 15 as, plus. As usual, this beer bet will be negated by injury yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> why, why would you think the human tank known as Saquon Barkley would get injured? Jesus. Sometimes you just talk out of your ass. Can't take yeah, it. Yeah, well, the human tank. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that answers Saquon. So let's say you're an owner that drafted Melvin Gordon in the fourth, fifth round. And then later on, you decided to draft his handcuff of Javonta Williams. Who are you starting this week against the vaunted Los Angeles chargers defense? I think I'm going to ride with uh, Williams. He's clearly more talented. Well, he's younger. Um, I, I mean, same age, they're probably equally as talented, but Gordon's a little bit older. Williams is nice and fresh. He, he's been very good since week 11. Um, I mean, last week against Las Vegas, they were a little down. Mm-hmm. And against Cincinnati, they were a little bit down. But those were tough games. They were, they were passing a lot. Um, <clears throat> Williams was out there, what, 50%? 52%, 59%, something like that. Yeah. So, but only two targets in the passing game, only seven carries. So, so my concern between the two is that last week, seven carries in seven carries, 15 yep. carries in 15 carries. Like, 
Yep. It just Jav- oh, they're they're fifty fifty. Javante Williams is 50/50. clearly more talented, but he's not getting the bulk, and it really comes down to goal line. And the goal line's a crapshoot. It could it could go to either one of them. Drew Locke is the quarterback again this week. I think that's bad for both running backs because Teddy at least was throwing it to him. Mm-hmm. Locke's throwing it down the field into the defense. So. If I have to pick, because of where we're at, I'm picking Williams just because of the talent. Yeah, I'll bet on the and talent. I think yeah, he he's got the better chance to fall in the end zone. If if I if I if I have both of them, and I'm going to start one of them, it's Javonta Williams. I'm not feeling good about it, but that's what I'm doing, and I'm not hesitating. So, I hundred none of these are good choices. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's why we're talking about the hard choices on the air because. The easy choices you should be able to make for yourself. That's how you got here. Uh, is it? All right. So, <laughs> well, that and planning for COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you get British, you're gonna get COVID. Please let me know, and uh, we'll go from there. So uh, the next one is James Connor versus Chase Edmonds, and this is one that you probably reasonably easy could have ended up with your own player and handcuff. Your handcuff probably end up supplanting. Your player, um, yeah. James Conner has been superior to Chase Edmonds in every way. So, you know, who do you start if James Conner plays? Because he's, he's coming off an injury. So you're probably a little scared of that. But, you know, Chase Edmonds was dope last week with no James Conner. And James Conner was dope all that time without Chase Edmonds. Absolutely but Like true. Eric brought up last week, when the two are both on the field together, when they're both healthy, neither one of them does shit. Mm. So I am frantically grasping at any way that I can possibly find somebody else to play. But James, James Conner scores touchdowns. But James Conner scores touchdowns. So if I have to start him, that's the one I start. Exactly. Thank you. I mean, he's the RB7 right now. Like... Yeah. No, he's he as healthy as he's been, he's been good when he's been on the field. So Yeah. It's his his health is what was the thing that we talked about in the offseason being the one thing that has held him back and he's been relatively healthy. So Yeah. I I just you know, I, I when they are basically splitting carries like they have been more or less and they're both going to be on the field. I'll take the guy that scores the touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm at with that. Um, we got Antonio Brown and Mike Evans. Um, you and me, yeah, we did a little back and forth. To me, personally, I, I think Antonio Brown's the number one. When he's on the field, he is the number one. He's outscored Mike Evans in most games when they're both on the field. and. I think he is Tom Brady's little bubby for whatever reason, because Antonio Brown is clearly a piece of trash. But, I mean, would you start Mike Evans over Antonio Brown this week? If Evans is healthy and plays, yes, I would. It's fucking insanity. Unfortunately, insanity. I don't think that either of them has a great game against the Jets. <laughs> I, th- I, I think Rojo runs the fucking ball all over the field. <laughs> Just stop it. Stop it. It just gets sillier and sillier. They're going to give what? the ball to Ronald Jones. Yeah. They're going to feed Ronald Jones. Yeah. Why wouldn't they? Oh, my God. Have you ever met Bruce Arian? They're not going to feed Ronald Jones. You out of your fucking mind? Like, he's Ronald Jones. He's on the Buccaneers. They fucking hate him. They do, but. <laughs> like Last week, he had 20. 20- 20 touches last week. Yeah, and Antonio Brown had 15 receptions for 100 yards. Yeah, I know, but they had a little bit tougher game than they will against the Jets. Mm, will they? I'm not saying that Brady's not going to throw it. I'm just saying that not, I don't expect either of them to have a 30-point game. I, I don't think they'll have a 30-point game, potentially. You know, I think if ten, one of them ten, has a 30-point game, it'll be Antonio Brown. But I, I don't think Ronald Jones gets 20 fucking carries. Oh, I do. I certainly do. I, I think I think they feature him. They work in Keyshawn, and once they get a lead, 
they use Antonio and, and Mike Evans sparingly. You're thinking like a football man, okay? Step outside of that. Forget about that. It doesn't exist, okay? You need to look at But that's how fantasy points are generated. Yeah. <laughs> you need to look at this <laughs> as an objective observer who has watched them literally never feature Ronald Jones outside of when it's absolutely necessary. It's still absolutely necessary. It's not. They have Antonio Brown and Mike Evans, dude. They'll throw the ball Possibly. all over the field on the fucking Jets. The Jets won't even know what hit them. They're not going to anyways, but I don't think they risk these guys getting hurt as close as they are to the playoffs. I think they get a nice, comfortable lead, and, and then they coast. I think Tom Brady is a little too prideful for that, personally. Um, I'm willing to be about you right now that Ronald Jones has less than 15 carries. Um, you said he's going to be featured. Yeah, I forgot about Lev Bell. <laughs> Did they sign Lev Bell? Yes. He had four carries last week. <sighs> He's not going to get two much carries more than last that. week. Sorry. He's not going to get much more than that. Five carries at the most. Yeah. I'll take the beer bet for 15. <gasps> we got a beer bet. That fucking beer tastes so good. Uh, honest, I can already taste it. It's just remember mine. Mine will be in the form of a bottle of vodka. <laughs> So, I mean, I, I do get your point. Like, on paper, they should be able to just run the ball down the Jets' throats and be done with it. I don't think that's how Bruce Arians wants to do it. I don't think it's how Tom Brady wants to do it. And I think if they have the receivers, they're going to throw. And that's my only thing. Like, on, like uh, philosophically, I totally agree with you. That's what they should do. But we've seen this before. It's not what they will do, you know? Yeah. Um. We'll see. At some point, Bruce Arians has to become a football coach. <laughs> it's, it's been 30 years. It's not going to happen, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Brady's teaching him. He's taking him under his wing. He's teaching him how to be a fucking real boy. <laughs> Bruce, take my hand. I'm going to lead you to the promised land. Just do, it, do what I say. All right. So uh, next, we got Adam Thielen's obviously out. He's on IR. How confident are you starting KJ Osborne? So I'm fairly confident with Osborne. I mean, the last, what, four weeks he's been on the field at least 80% of the time. He's getting roughly seven targets a game. So and he's got three touchdowns out of four games. So I'm I'm confident that he's going to get you at least 10 points. Um, you know, they're going up against Green Bay. It's going to be a shootout. It's going to be in Lambeau. It's probably going to be cold as fuck. I think it's a 1 o'clock game. Um, Hopefully they don't get snow because that will change everything. But it's uh, it should be a passing game script for both teams. And Jefferson can't catch all the balls. I know Cousins would like to make sure he does, but he's got to throw it somewhere else too. So I think Osborne's a pretty safe start this week for championship week. So, I mean, Osborne, I love his potential. He was somebody I was targeting early in uh, dynasty leagues. I held on to him in a few spots. I had to give up on I had to give up on him in a couple of spots. But it's funny you mentioned the weather because I believe I heard earlier today that the projected weather for the Sunday game in Green Bay is negative three degrees. Yeah, which is normal for New Year's Eve, Ooh, uh, New Year's Day game. That's in fucking, fucking rough. Green Bay. Um, so. Yeah. But it'd be different if it was, you know, Jacksonville or Carolina. I mean, they play in a dome in Minnesota, but it's still fucking cold when you walk outside. Yeah, but they play in a fucking dome. You know what I mean? They do, but they they can practice in these conditions. You but know, they don't. They, at least they get practice in the acclimate. dome. <laughs> no, they don't practice They're in the pansies. dome. They have a different facility. But if it was a different team, I would be a little more concerned with the weather. The, the only thing that concerns me is snow. If it snows, it changes the entire uh, game script. You know, passing's a lot harder. The run games should be a little more featured. But if it's just cold, I'm fine rolling KJ out. So at this time of year, and I, I just looked this up. So according to Bet Labs, which is predicting um, playoff teams, so we're in the roughly the same time of year, correct? Yep. Um, 
Dome teams are 8 and 24 outdoors, a 25% win rate. Well, I don't care if they win. I just want them to be close <laughs> enough that they keep passing. I just, I, you know, but, but that's what I'm saying, though. They, they, they don't play well outdoors. And I don't, I'm, I'm a little concerned about the team in general in that kind of weather. It'd be one thing if it was going to be 30 degrees. I wouldn't be as concerned. If it's going to be negative three, those pansies are going to crumble. And if you have Osborne, the upside's too high to bench him. More, you know, depending on who else is on your roster, but I would be seriously, seriously scared about playing him because I can see those softies just bending and not putting up a fight. And we've seen it from dome teams over and over and over. And I mean, how many years in a row have we watched uh, the New Orleans Saints be the number one team in the league, the unbeaten? You know, you can't, you can't beat them. Oh, Drew Brees is so good. Then they have to go play somewhere outside and they get fucking squashed. And I just, I don't believe in dome teams when it comes to bad weather games and negative three degrees to me is bad weather. So I have a lot of trouble pinning any of my hopes to KJ Osborne. If he is legitimately the best wide receiver on my team for a flex or whatever, then obviously I'll play him and hope for the best. But I'm not feeling good about it. If if they were playing in Minnesota, I'd be fucking amped to play KJ Osborne because I think he is a talented kid. It's a good team. I think he could fill Thielen's role reasonably well. He's not as good as Thielen, but he would do okay. But in negative three degrees in Lambeau, count me the fuck out. I'm done. Yeah, <clears throat> we shall see. I think he's a solid play this week. All right. But I understand what you're saying with the weather. I do. I, I don't discount it. I just, I think he can overcome that. And next, another question you've been asked a lot, which uh, maybe we should just skip it. I don't know. I mean, obviously, Emmanuel Sanders is so fucking great. Like, you know, you'd be stupid to bench him. So we should just, we should just glance over it. Is he though? <sighs> is he really? Are we talking about 2017, Manny? <laughs> 2018, Manny? All right, all right, all right, all right. We'll do or it. Or 2021, Manny. All right, we'll do it. All right, all right. <laughs> so Manny hasn't been so hot the last few weeks. Few? Um, Emmanuel Since Sanders. Emmanuel Sanders <laughs> has been averaging about mm, like six points a week <laughs> since the bye yeah. week in week seven. Yeah. Gabriel Davis. He's been a lot better. Like, granted, he's not great, but he's been a lot better than Emmanuel Sanders. They're playing Atlanta. They should have their choice of who they want to throw to. Would you put your money on Emmanuel Sanders or Gabriel Davis if you own both? I actually do um, because I, I have Davis to back up Manny for when Manny retires at the end of the year. Uh, I, I would start Davis right now. Um, I think against Atlanta... <laughs> Wow. Got a beer bag. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was all premature. Do you, nope, that's fine. Do you think Gabriel do Davis I, is gonna outperform Emmanuel Sanders? <laughs> I do. Do I think Manny sees the field? Uh we'll see. <laughs> I I'm not even I'm not even joking, dude. Like, it was it was pretty funny the way I set that up, but I will take Emmanuel Sanders. I really will. I I think Emmanuel Sanders so, will outscore Gabriel Davis this week. Uh, Manny has, was a dude did not practice today with his knee. Just so you yeah, know. Yeah, don't worry about that. <laughs> don't worry about the thirty-four year old fucking wide receiver with knee issues, guys. He's gonna be fine. <laughs> he's a tall, yeah. pretty wide receivers dude. If, yeah, he's performing like it. <laughs> <laughs> so I would start Gabe Davis. Um, even if Manny is out there for a while, I, I don't expect that he's out there the whole game against Atlanta. This is another one where I expect him to get up and they, you know, give the younger guys some, some time on the field. And uh, guys like Diggs are, are out at probably Beasley. will end up being out. You'll have McKenzie like uh, 
Gabe Davis, maybe uh, Kumaro, those guys in. Give the old man a time to rest for the playoffs. They're going to need him. How dare you? Well, hey, age has its benefits, Brian. <laughs> when you get to a certain age, people try to take care of you. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't disagree with your philosophy. I don't even disagree with your logic. This is 100% gut. Okay? Emmanuel Sanders will outperform Gabriel Davis. I, I truly believe it. I I feel it in my heart, sir. Um, okay. So that pretty much uh, wraps up all the uh, do I play this guy questions. And uh, oh, I just I did something really important. So that's pretty much going to bring us to, you know, the uh, listener league redraft playoff results. Um, as of right now, in Listener League 1, we got uh, you. Me. Playing against Wonderless Kunder. 143 to 142 projection. Dead heat. It's very close. Very close. Closest one of the three leagues. Absolutely. And it's it's going to be tight. Looking at your rosters, it's it's going to be fucking tight, which I love. Obviously, there's nothing better than a tight playoff race. Um, and because obviously this is the three the, a three way race. We can't just end it there. We also have Listener League A, where Rockstar is projected at 125, which is not good, but Sam McSee is projected at 161, sir, a full 20 points above your projection. So, 40. Yeah, that's what I said. Uh, <laughs> oh, 20 above mine. Yeah. 40, 40 above Rockstar, 20 above mine, yeah. Um, you know, obviously, that's really fucking good. And then, and Listener League. He's got a good team. Listener League 3. He's got a good team. We got Casablanca at 150. And A. Clark at 125. So, there's some serious disparities between all three leagues. Uh, the three favorites are Sam McSee, Casablanca, and yourself. How do you like your chances? And do you think you'll be hoisting the Brandon Ayuk helmet at the end of the year? I don't. I think Sam's going to get it. He's, he's got a better team overall. Studded. Um, he, it, the funny thing, though, is, is his matchup with Rockstar last week. They were .18 apart. So. Yeah. Anything can happen Any, with with COVID and injuries and stuff like that. Anything can happen. Um, but I think uh, I think I have a tough match against uh, Wanda Leskender. He's got Jonathan Taylor and Jamar Chase. If those guys go off, I'm pretty well fucked. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, he's got Waddle as well. So I'm... I'm going to need some help. I got some guys to uh, to look at swapping around on my bench as we get closer. I just want to get a feel, see if there's any last-minute injuries or anything like that. But it's going to be tight. I I, I hope I can make it, but uh, I don't feel great about it. I hear you. And, uh, you know, he's got a lot of guys that can either go the fuck off and be just completely dope or – can leave him sitting there wishing he played somebody else and you know obviously if they hit they hit you know i mean jamar chase he's had a couple stinker games yes i have i've got higgins on the other side so one of us is going to be right (laughs) (laughs) so uh you know jamar chase has been fucking money about 75 percent of the time which is fantasy gold if you could hit somebody that's going to be 75 percent accurate um mm-hmm. but is this one of those 25 percent? and you know josh jacobs obviously has nothing to write home about you know he's been okay most of the time he hasn't killed anybody most of the time so and they're going against indy so yeah and then you get that could be a tough matchup devonta smith is eh, give me a break like he hasn't been that good you know, there's there's a lot of 
players in that matchup that I kind of like. I'm like, all right, well, they're either going to hit or they ain't. And if they don't, this guy's kind of fucked. And uh, so your your matchup is super close, but I, I kind of like you for the matchup. Um, You know, overall, it's hard to bet against my boy, Sam McSee. As many, let's call them differences of opinions of we as we've had <laughs> over the course of the year. We're like oh. one difference of opinion, really, the entire yeah. year. We just argued about it all fucking year. Where's the Patriots defense ranked, Brian, officially? <laughs> You're welcome, Sam. Right in the fucking <laughs> trash barrel. That's where I rank them. Uh, I'm sorry. I just I can't give it to them. I can't. I, I, I Usually, I'm one of those guys that, like, if it's close, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Just have it. And, but. Uh, he's dead wrong. He's dead wrong. He doesn't watch the games. They've played trash, so they're ranked really well. It's over. You know, they, they've they've played a couple of solid teams and they got fucking shredded. So, whatever. I'm not. I don't mean to go down that road. Forget it. No, that's fine. <laughs> you see what he did. So <clears throat> this is this is funny too. You see what he did. He picked up all the decent defenses this week. So, so that rock star has to roll out with Kansas City. <laughs> I and they're a better option than Kansas City, but at the same time, like not anymore. Really, there's nobody better than Kansas City. No, not not against the matchups. Pittsburgh against Cleveland, the Giants against Chicago, Carolina against I'd New Orleans. Play the Giants against Chicago. Oh no, thanks. Yep. No, Fields is a God, turnover no. machine. I, I honestly might take Detroit over Seattle, buddy. <laughs> that might be yeah. better. The way Wilson's been playing, I don't know, but 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 it's it's tough. But the point, Sam stands. Sam did great with blocking him. I, I you know did he like? I mean, I don't get me wrong. I hear your point. Like it's not a bad strategy, but. Like yeah, but who does? I mean, if you look at Sam's team, he doesn't need anybody. No, he doesn't. You know what I mean, but like, he, like, who the fuck would start the Saints? They suck. Um, this week against Carolina, Tennessee, Sam Darnold. Tennessee, I will roll the Saints blow. out. Thanks. Tennessee against Miami, I wouldn't. But Cleveland, it's still. I still would run them over Kansas City. I would run Cleveland over Pittsburgh over Kansas City. Yeah, I don't know. I I mean, don't get me wrong. I I probably play them over Kansas City, but. The, the teams on the waiver wire, I think I would play over them. I'd rather play the Giants. Um, I'd rather play Detroit. And <sighs> you want to hear something really crazy? I might play Houston. That's what we do here. I might play Houston. Um, against, well, against Stray Lance, maybe. So... That's your wild card. Yeah. That's your wild Maybe. card. <laughs> that's that's not a bad option. Um, you know, obviously that's like grasping at straws. I'd rather play those other guys first, but I don't know, man. Oh, I certainly would rather play those over Kansas City against Cincinnati. Yeah. That that's I mean, I would I would play all four that Sam picked up over Kansas City. So I, I see what he did. I applaud him for the effort. There's you know, we'll see how desperate Rockstar gets. Or if he just rolls out with it and says, fuck it. No, but honestly, my, my go-to would be the Giants against Chicago. But just They've been a turnover machine all fucking year. Even if Chicago scores 30 fucking points, if you can get a couple interceptions, a fumble or two, you'll be fine. You know? Um, mm -hmm. I think that if... Uh, oh, I would take Chicago against the Giants, yes. But the Giants defense against Chicago... Um, not so much. Well, that's what I'm saying. I would take I would take the Giants' defense against Chicago. They're they've been yeah, turnover machines, dude. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, Justin Fields has how many fucking picks on the year? I haven't looked. I stopped counting. <laughs> uh, people were getting tired of listening to it, so I stopped counting. He has ten interceptions and five lost fumbles. Yeah, that's not terrible. It, that's just him, though. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like, bad. It's it's fucking bad. So it, it, the Giants' defense is nothing to write home about. But I'd probably take the 
the chance on the Giants defense over Kansas City against Cincinnati. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> if he plays, Fields may not play again. Might be uh, Dalton or, or Foles, but yeah. Uh, the last time I read, understand what you're saying. He was on track to play, I think. Limited today. Yeah. With the ankle. Um. So if uh, no matter who plays, Sandy Dalton isn't much better. Um. I don't think so. Is he? Jesus Christ! I just realized he has all those fucking turnovers, and he's played like half the year. <laughs> Andy, who feels yeah Andy Dalton has another yeah. six interceptions and a fumble lost and Foles has no Foles no just turnovers. played last week yeah no turn yeah, last week's the only game he played so that is a so Dalton that's a combined 16 interceptions in seven fumbles from the quarterback yep I'll, I'll take those so, odds I will take those odds sir yeah I don't fault it. I I would make a different decision, but I don't fault it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're taking Sam McSee to win the whole thing, correct? Yeah. Yes. I will do the same, but I think that you will outscore projections and come in second. And if if physic, it causes me physical pain to say that because you know I hate you, Stephen. Well, I can't blame you. Everybody <laughs> hates winner. <laughs> I, you know, I, I just, I look at your team and as much as I don't believe in Ronald Jones, I see Stafford, I see Eckler, I see Cup, I see Higgins. I, I like your team. I do. And, uh, you know, it's not to say that I don't like the other teams. Like obviously Casablanca has a great fucking team, you know, uh, He's been hot late, which is when you want to be hot. Yes, absolutely. But when I look at his flexes and I see Devin Singletary and Devonta Smith, I start to lose faith. Yeah. <laughs> Singletary's been almost 15 points a game the last three weeks. I know, but I just don't. And I they're don't playing Atlanta. I don't believe in him. I can't help it. They do. I, I know they do. They have you know, forever. They do. They always have. It's brutal. But Zach Moss yep. is back. He was back last week. Yeah, he played a little bit, but now he's really back. Yeah. He's not going to play a third of the snaps. He's going to play half the snaps or more. And I just, I don't believe missing Terry in that scenario. Um, Devonta Smith obviously has been hit or miss, more miss than hit a lot of times. He's a product of his quarterback. Unfortunately, yeah, he, he's out there all the time. When the ball's close, he catches it. He makes plays. It's just bad quarterback play only helps the bad quarterback. Yep, and he does have Mike Evans to throw in. If uh, if he ends up playing, he could always sub in uh, Mike Evans for Devin Singletary. So you know, actually, I, I might like Casablanca a little better than you. No offense, mm-hmm. but uh, no, I have Evans to put in too. So I think it's a I think it's a tight three way race. And I, it is. I like seeing McSee, I, but you know the three of you, it, it really is. It, it's anybody's game. Yeah, uh, it's it's going to be close. I, I think you're right with Sam. I think you're right with Casablanca being the favorites on their side, and then whoever wins in my league will be, I think, in the middle as well. It could definitely go either way. So. I think that's pretty much going to wrap up the championship weekend episode. Oh, do you want to do the dynasty? Oh, my God. Real yes, quick? the dynasty. How did I forget the dynasty? All right. Because neither one of us are in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, in the dynasty league, we have M. Hayes, motherfucker, facing off against Connor, my man. Um. It's pretty much predicted to be a coin flip, 133 to 130 in favor of M. Hayes. On paper, M. Hayes definitely is the better team. It's. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I'm rooting for my boy Connor. Like I said last week, the guy gave me a fucking autographed Randy Moss baseball cap. How can I hate him? But he's definitely an uphill battle for sure. I mean, his flexes are Rex Burkhead and Cole fucking Beasley. Like nobody needs Mike Evans to play this week. Or the Connor. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, he absolutely needs 
uh, Mike Evans to be able to play this week. It's definitely true. It's yeah. I mean, he, he really needs that boost and uh, I want my boy to win, but it's going to be tough. It's going to be a rough, it's going to be a rough going. And uh, you know, he, 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 he's fought all year. He made a ton of trades before the season. Once the season started, um, he made some pre-draft trades that were seriously questionable. And we called him out on the judgment episode and he's recovered. He's in the fucking championship game. Who are we to question him? Yeah. Um, he's doing great. And hopefully, um, and, and, you know, as far as I'm concerned, hopefully Connor comes out the victor. Like I said, he's my cousin and I love the kid, but M Hayes is a great fucking dude. And he's been a pleasure to play with as well. So, one of these guys is going to win that Nick Chubb helmet. To be honest, I don't really care which. It's They're both great dudes. More power to you. Good luck to both of you. And I just hope you both had fun. Obviously, Connor is 10-4. and four. Hayes is 7-7. Seven and seven. It's uh, been a little bit of a... A little bit of an uphill climb for Hayes, who started out, I believe, as the sixth seed. And now he's Hayes was the sixth seed. All yes. the way in the championship game. Good for you, dude. Good for fucking you. Barely edged out rye bread the last round. Point four. Point four two was the margin of victory. Um six. Point six two. Point six two. So less yes. than a point. Okay, barely edged him out. Good for you. I love these fucking razor thin margins. And uh, except that that prick beat me in the first round of the playoffs. Fuck M. Hayes. I hope. Yeah, but it's it's not his fault. You underperformed by 30 points. I hope Connor wins by 100. (laughs) Uh, How dare you beat me, sir? How dare you? Do you know who I am? Um, yeah. Apparently, he didn't think much of it. <laughs> Move right past you to the next victim. And that's the truth. So uh, that covers the Dynasty League. And uh, now quickly, we get the Daydreaming to Generous, the official league, the main league, where I have not been knocked out of the playoffs. I am, in fact, in the championship game. And I'm not going to lie to you, Steven. I, I, I like my chances. You know, uh, I think it's a bit of a coin flip. But Mike, he has some guys that are a little streaky. You know, Ronald Jones, Josh Jacobs, Chase Claypool, Al Lazard. You know, all these guys are pretty streaky. And I feel like my guys, well, none of them are huge uh payoff guys they are more consistent and uh yeah but he he does have guys on his bench as you get closer that if they're healthy and they play would would replace Lazard and Claypool I would assume well Mike Williams like, and who like J- James Conner cuz he can move AJ Brown oh, I just into a wide receiver James squad Connor. fuck yeah um so but I mean, there's a, a lot depends on health for him. But who's he benching? You know what I mean? Is he gonna bench he's gonna bench Ronald Jones for James Conner. Well, I would put I would move AJ and bench Lazard. And I I would probably play Mike Williams over Claypool and then put Connor in for in the flex. I don't think AJ Brown's gonna play. I do. Just a calf. He was limited in practice today. Mm-hmm. Or didn't practice on Thursday, but practice fully Wednesday. He did. I think I, I I do believe he plays. I thought you were the guy that told me a couple weeks ago. If a guy does not practice on Thursday, he's not playing. He practiced, but he did practice on Wednesday. If they don't practice on Friday with the, at least a limited, but where he's been hurt, they may just hold him out. Oh, my God. <laughs> Traditionally, if they don't put in a limited practice on Friday, they, they don't play. He's starting two tight ends. If I lose to a guy starting two tight ends, I, I'm just going to give up. Yeah. <laughs> but he's starting two tight ends now, and it's basically a 50-50 split in the projections. So, Yeah. And if DeAndre Swift doesn't play, I might be in serious trouble. I, 
I think you'll be all right. I feel. I, think, I really feel like my season is coming down to DeAndre Swift. If he plays, I think I got it. If he doesn't play, I think I'm in real fucking it. I'm in real trouble. I think I got a real fucking issue. I, th- I think you have a couple other issues in different spots, but yeah, you can go with that. Well, what else? Well, you're you're depending on Uzama. I'm fine with Uzama. Um, and Tyler Boyd. I don't know that I want to play both of those. And Mooney hasn't been that great as of late. No, he hasn't been. But he, I mean, he's doubled, okay, d- but double digit points the last two weeks. I'm fine with that. From a flex. Yeah. Um, I pretty much, I know he's going to be struggling for running back. So I went out and picked up every running back in the fucking world before this game. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I don't blame you. Obviously, my, my best case scenario is Elijah Mitchell doesn't play and I can play Jeff Wilson instead of Tyler Boyd, mm-hmm. which I would be perfectly thrilled with. Um, I don't think there's anything I can do about starting Darnell Mooney. I don't think there is either. It, it's just, it kind of is what it is. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm pretty happy with my roster. I'm not thrilled with it. Don't get me wrong. I, there's obviously some weaknesses, but Debo Samuel, Jalen Waddle, Alvin Kamara, and Josh Allen can make up for a lot of deficiencies. Oh yeah, no, your your <laughs> first four are fine. You know what I mean? Or your first five are fine. So yeah, you you have some flexibility. So that's what I'm saying. If if Swift plays. And my first five are Josh Allen, Alvin Kamara, DeAndre Swift, Jalen Waddle, Debo Samuel. I don't give a fuck who's in my flex. I don't give a fuck who mm-hmm. my tight end is. You know, if I lose Swift, all of a sudden everything kind of comes into play. If I'm starting some scrub at running back, you know, yeah. And that so that's I'm, I'm assuming you're taking you. I, I'll take me. Yeah, fuck it. I mean, I, like I said, I think it's a coin flip. Uh, I think it go either way. But if I think it can go either way, why wouldn't I take me? Yeah. I'll take Mike. I'll take the underdog on this. You suck, pump. You're just sick of getting trolled. <laughs> oh, I don't even pay attention to the chat. He can he can troll all he wants. Uh, I do I, I'm gonna tell you right now, I love me some Mike Bouchard. I fucking love him. He do he is like he's the best troll I ever met. And he talks shit with the fucking best of them. He gives it. He takes it. It's so much fun. But what are you going to do? Root against me? Like, sorry, dude. I'm going to root for me. Fuck you. No, no. you got to take you. <laughs> you got to take you. But since there's only two hosts on this show, we got to be one, one on either side. Eric's probably right in the middle. We'll never know because he didn't show up. Because he didn't show Fuck up. Fuck him. All right. So I think that's pretty much going to wrap the episode. Is there anything else you wanted to add, sir? Just remember, everybody, there are no uh, Thursday games, no Saturday games. It's everything on Sunday and then the one Monday night game. Sunday and Monday. So uh, like Steven said, make sure you set your lineups. Make sure everything's the way you want it. This is a championship game. Pay attention. Do not set your lineup on Friday night and think it is good. Set an alarm. Have multiple people call you. Whatever you got to do at 1230 on Sunday, log into your app and set your fucking lineup. Don't be an ass clown. Don't let some last minute out cost you a championship game. Pay This is what attention. we've worked all season for. Exactly. All season. We, we, we've been doing this all fucking year. I'm telling you, this is the one week you don't want to fuck around. Set an alarm. Do what you got to do. 1230. Not a minute before. 1230. Go in and set your lineups. All right. Um, if you want to email us a question for the award show ballot, which will be airing next week. You can do so at dddfantasyfootballgmail.com. We've already received one question. I won't reveal it now. But is that the one that asked who the best uh, podcaster was? <laughs> well, obviously, we're not going to ask that on the show because clearly it's me. 
Um, well, they they didn't say host. They said podcast. <laughs> Since I'm the only one here, <laughs> I will accept my award prematurely. Um, we did get one. It was uh, it was about the regular NFL. It was not fantasy related, which I'm to- I'm totally fine with. Well, take questions on anything. So send us a question for the award show at dddfantasyfootballgmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 508-343-8010. That's going to wrap the episode. It's almost going to wrap the season. Do not forget that next week we have an award show ballot episode followed by the award show itself. Two weeks later, we're going to be emailing the award show ballot to all of you. Fill it out. Send it back. We can't wait to go over the results. Don't forget to set your motherfucking lineups. I'm serious. 